Welcome back to the South Stands, a Buckeye football podcast by Ohio State fans for Ohio State fans, which you can now get on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and SoundCloud. From San Francisco, I'm your host, Zach Moore. This evening, I'm very happy to be joined in the Mountain Time Zone by Paige and in the Eastern Time Zone by Chad and Tim. Just a quick South Stands disclaimer, we are not trained media professionals. We are not former players or coaches. We do not have access to current Ohio State players and coaches. We are Ohio State alums, rabid Buckeye fans, observers from afar who love talking Buckeye football. And we hope you'll enjoy this free-flowing conversation this evening about Ohio State's matchup with Nebraska in Lincoln this Saturday at 7.30 Eastern on ABC. I think we're getting Herb Street and uh, Fowler on the call. Uh, The Buckeyes are a 17-and-a-half-point favorite in this one, as as the line stands now, according to ESPN.com. I just want to set the stage real quick with a couple of uh, stats on Nebraska. Uh, They're known as an offensive football team, and they come into this contest 25th nationally in total offense. They're averaging almost 500 yards a game at 490. They're 34th nationally in rushing offense, averaging about 219 a game, and 43rd nationally in passing offense, averaging 270 yards per game. The stat to pay attention to in the passing game, though, is they're averaging almost 15, almost 16 yards per completion. So they're a pretty explosive offense. Uh, as most of you know, the Huskers are led by star quarterback Adrian Martinez. He comes into this game averaging about 62% of his passes. He's got seven passing touchdowns so far this year and two picks. He's been sacked 10 times, including six in Nebraska's week two loss at Colorado. So that's something to pay attention to. Uh, he's going to be looking at uh, probably more pressure up front than, than he's seen so far with Chase Young and company. In the run game, Nebraska is led by tailback Maurice Washington, who averages just under eight yards per carry. Washington is kind of a poor man's Curtis Samuel. Uh, he's also really good um, out of the backfield as a receiver. And the Huskers lost to Colorado in week two. He had 118 yards receiving out of the backfield. So pretty versatile back. Could be a tough cover for Ohio State linebackers and safeties. And finally, uh, Nebraska has... Uh, is led in the uh, receiving game by five foot nine junior J.D. Spielman. Uh, Spielman is averaging just over 21 yards per reception. He's a very explosive player, very tough cover for the Ohio State defense. So now that the stage is set, why don't we go around the horn with predictions? Paige, I want to start with you on this one. Why don't you uh, tell me how you see this game going in and give me your score prediction. So before we get to that, don't you think we should uh, take a look back and see who won last week's predictions? Oh, yeah, that's uh, a good idea. Uh, well, you know, well, not let really me guess. necessary. Let me guess, that Paige, me. who won? No, I don't really care who won. <laughs> I just think the guy that called out the fucking safety is the winner, and that'd be this <laughs> <laughs> That was a brilliant well, call, dude. I love so, it. I mean, I've never been any good at math, so you guys help me out here. I think the two that get closest to the final score were, Chad, you were 62-3, and then my father-in-law, Ken Meyer, he, he had it 63-10. So I, I'm terrible at math, but I don't, maybe we just call it a tie. Yeah, I, I, my father-in-law, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't think it's really important. I think just the person that, you know, had the, goal, the balls to call a safety and then see it happen is uh, – Dude, I, I, you know, I'm just, so bummed out. Good call. That. That was a good call. So I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so going on to this weekend. So what I'm thinking here is – and I don't know why I, 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 I kind of have this sneaking suspicion, but it occurs to me that this particular Ohio State squad 
might be pretty nasty on the road. They seem like they have a demeanor to them that uh, was would relish uh, road wins. Obviously, they've only had uh, one road game thus far. But there's just something about him. I mean, again, going back to a few of my earlier points from the earlier pods, even it's hard to draw a whole lot of conclusions uh, based on the competition thus far. But um, mm-hmm. I, I just think that there's something about this team that uh, road environments are not going to freak them out one bit. I think the slow start last week bodes well, something that uh, Day could use to get them motivated. I think they come out. I think it'll be a, you know, a close game for a while, but I just can't see Nebraska being able to hang with them. Uh, so I'm going with 50 to 20, the Buckeyes. 50, 20. Wow. wow. All right. Like it, like okay. It, like it. Hey, Chad, let's kick it over to you. How do you see this one playing out and give me your score prediction? Well, you know what? As I said last week on the podcast, I was, uh, there are still rabid rumors going around that Scott Frost will, um, be suiting up for this game. <laughs> Adrian Martinez is <laughs> off to the slot receiver slash running back and Scott Frost will be the quarterback. But, uh, that's the only way I really see this game being close. But, uh, in all sincerity though, I mean, that's a tough place to play. Lincoln is not a, uh, you know, they got the, the guy, um, well, that's those comedy dudes, the country dudes, whatever their names are, like the guy that has the movies, whatever. They got all those rabid fans there. But I'll tell you what, like, this Buckeye team has swagger. And like I keep saying, there's a new sheriff in town. I don't feel that there is going to be a letdown at any time this year. I think these boys are playing with a chip on their shoulder. They realize they, they let last year one get by. Um, because of poor coaching, and I think that's just there's just a gap that's been filled there. So I think these boys are going to come out like strong, uh, play hard, and I see it uh, page throughout the 50 to 10. I like that, but uh, I'm thinking more like 47 to 7. 47 7. Wow, you think they're going to bottle up the Nebraska offense? Oh, I think seven points. Wow. All right. Yeah. So, so oh, can we pause back, here for maybe. one second? Yeah, well, sure. What, what's, what are you talking about, Country Western? I, I mean, I don't even have a fucking clue what you're talking no, about. No, dude. <laughs> no, no, there's like that. Um, I, I, it'll come to me. Just give me a second. Oh, great. Right. There's a couple of those boys. Like, this is only a 20-minute pod, bud. Let's, uh, okay, we can move on. <laughs> yeah, those country right, boys, yeah, we'll, you know. Yeah, those, those country, country Western singers. No, uh, no, all right, Chad. There's we'll, a couple of those, but... <laughs> okay, we'll circle back to you at the end of the pod, see if it comes 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 to mind. All right, TG, what do you think, man? How do you see the So, So I went back and took a look at some of the stats from last year's game, and, uh, you know, I, I seem to remember that game, like, being so close and uh, hanging on for dear life, and, and actually it really kind of wasn't. Um, you know, Ohio State, I think, was up 36 to 20, uh, with like eight minutes left or, or something along those lines. And then the defense just let them get another 10 points. So it ended up, you know, or 36-21, ended up 36-31. And, you know, if our defense had just been the silver bullets that we're used to, I think it would have been a solid win. Um, you know, Nebraska's better. Ohio State's better. Uh, it's at Nebraska. But, you know, when I – when I kind of think back to last year and even some other years, when you talk about some of these teams like Indiana's and Minnesota's, 
you know, Ohio State just wasn't beating those teams the way they should. And mm-hmm. this year what we're seeing is Ohio State winning games the way Ohio State should win games when they play those opponents. And, and I think that continues uh, in Lincoln this weekend. Um, having said that, I think Nebraska is a quality football team. And, and I don't, you know, I don't, I don't see 47 to seven or 52 to seven or whatever. Um, but I do see, I do see 38, 20, which covers the spread. And that's what Ohio state's supposed to do. And that's what I see him doing. 38, 20. Okay. Um, all right. Before I, before I get my prediction, I got a couple to deliver on behalf of, first of all, our comrade, Matt Sloan, who couldn't be with us tonight. Uh, Matt sees this one playing out 38-17, TG. So you guys are really close on your prediction. Shocker. Did we get a, did we get a, a prediction from Tansy at all, or is he abstaining this week? No, no response, he's cooking yeah. up some ribeye. Oh. Cooking up some... Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think I got my... I got my father-in-law, Ken Meyer, hooked. He wants to deliver another prediction, and how could I tell him no? A 55-13 Ohio, <laughs> totally. nice. Ohio State is his prediction. Yeah, I mean, he, he sees it like Paige. He does not see a close game. Five total TDs for Justin Fields, he says. Four passing, one on the ground, two rushing TDs for Dobbins. Wow. As for my prediction, really I got Ohio State winning this. Yeah. As for my prediction, I got Ohio State winning this one 41-20. Um, I do think the Nebraska offense is, is explosive. And, and I think they have some guys that, uh, even against a good defense, can do some things. I had mentioned uh, tailback Maurice Washington. He worries me a little bit. He has great speed. He's a very versatile back out of the backfield. He averages almost eight yards a carry as a, run, you know, as a runner. And, uh, and he's a very dangerous receiver out of the backfield. As I mentioned, against Colorado earlier this year, he had 118 yards out of the backfield. So that's a guy to watch. J.D. Spielman, you know, he's got that profile of a small, uh, elusive uh, receiver that's given us trouble in in years past. So that's a guy to watch. So I think Nebraska's going to move the ball. I think they're going to score some points. Um, I I like them for for 20 in this game. And uh, I can even see an Ohio State stand in the red zone or two where where Nebraska drives and Ohio State, the Ohio State defense is able to get stops in the red zone. But um, looking at the, the Nebraska defense, while it's improved from recent past, um, they're, they're still only 56 nationally in total defense. They're giving up about 357 a game. Uh, they're 41st nationally in, in, against the run, which is, which is better. They're giving up about 117 yards per game. I'm not sure they've seen a rushing attack quite as potent as Ohio State's, though. And they're 81st against the pass, giving up almost 240 yards per game. So I think there's going to be plenty of, of yards uh, – and big plays to be had against this Nebraska defense. And, Paige, I'm with you. I don't see that this is a veteran team now. Lots of juniors and seniors on this team. And I don't see them being daunted by, uh, by this road test. And, in fact, I think the, night, the, the, the nighttime environment there, prime time, I think they're going to feed off that. And I think this team is on high alert uh, for, from, the, from the results of the 2017 Iowa and 2018 Purdue games. Uh, you know, many of the guys that are playing uh, were, were on the team at those times, and, and I think they're on high alert, and I think they're going to deliver uh, in this game. Uh, so 41-20 is my prediction, and uh, I, I can't, I'm looking forward to it. We've all been kind of starving for this game, right? We've been, we've been on. Yeah. We've had the appetizer. It's time to move on to the main course. Z, that, um, uh, that Wandell Robinson 
That kid is a legitimate yes. receiver. He kind of reminds reminds me of uh, that Rondell Moore for Purdue. Kid's like a he's an elite yeah. talent. So, but yeah, I think I'll, that's, a, that's you know, Kuda and uh, I think those boys will keep him down. Well, I just I was reading this. Sorry, Zach. I read just read this big article that uh, Day and uh, Washington decided that they're just going to have toss. Uh, you know, shadow uh, that guy the whole game. So we're going to be covered there. <laughs> we're going to put, you know, the fleet foot at Borland so? and just take him out. So I think you're totally mistaken. Well, as as I'm glad you bring that damage. up. Hey, uh, well, I'm glad you brought that up because because I wanted to I wanted to see what we all thought about how what the linebackers are going to look like in this game. You saw Borland and Warner come out early, and I know it was Miami of Ohio, but you saw those guys struggle a bit. You know, Werner in coverage with a pass interference in the end zone and then Borland looking, you know, really bad trying to run down some of the Miami ball carriers. I have a feeling we might see more of, um, you know, uh, some of our other linebackers, our younger guys, the more athletic guys um, in this game than, than instead of Warner and, uh, yes, and, and Borland. Uh, sorry, Paige, were you going to make a point or Tim, one of you guys is going to chime in and I cut you off. I was going to say Wasn't something me. about tough, tough Borland um, borrowing. Uh, we discussed this on last week's pod, but uh, tough Borland borrowing Tim's uh, Frankenstein shoes, blurred shoes. <laughs> and Do those exist? Are those a real thing? What are? <laughs> yeah, they are real. But I, I do see. Uh, <laughs> I do. I, I do see that uh, Borland, like you said, I think you alluded to this last week, Z, about uh, him being in like the red zone defense. But uh, yeah. I, I've been reading a lot of stuff this week about Browning and Mitchell and those guys. Like they're, they're yeah. going to be they're going to be in the game most of the time. And I would like, expect that we'd see more. Yeah, to your point, Chad. I think I, I think I think we're going to see more Browning in the middle in this game, and this might also be the, the Brendan White game, right? We might see yeah. him getting more snaps than Pete Warner in this one. Those are the two that have been kind of alternating at that at that position. And you know, in some of these earlier games, Ohio State in some of their defensive uh, their defensive alignment or their pre-snap movement, at, at times they've had Warner playing deep safety, sprinting back to deep safety. Uh, as as things are happening at the line of scrimmage, which to me sounds like an utter disaster in this game against Nebraska, I, I tend to think we'll see more of Browning and more of Brendan White in this game just because of the matchups and the kinds of skill players that Nebraska uh, is, is bringing into this game. Would you guys agree with that? Yeah, I'd yeah. say that. And I think the other thing is I think they put weight on Wandale Robinson. I mean, he had Ron- yeah. Rondale Moore last year and did a pretty good job without, you know, if he didn't get run into by Pryor on a couple of plays, he he had him <laughs> fairly well covered. But, yeah. you know, I think they put him on that kid and, and, you know, he's got the speed and he's a lot bigger. He's six one. that kid's whatever, 5'10". I mean, he should he should be able to match up well against that guy and I think be able to shut him down. That, 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 he's quick. Um, but I think Wade's got the experience and, and, and I think should be a good matchup. Right. Hey, fellas, any other comments on this matchup? No, I, I, you know what? I'm excited. Like I'm excited for the first night game, man. I'm so over these nooners, man. It's like, I'm just, I'm, I'm just stoked for a seven thirty kickoff. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it should be fun. Seven uh, seven thirty on ABC. Sounds like we're going to get, as I said earlier, Herb Street and Fowler. 
uh, on the call for that one. And I believe game day is also going to be in Nebraska, if I'm not mistaken. It is. We're going to be hyping this one up all night. Yeah. Yeah. Can I I make one more comment? Sure, go ahead, Chad. Going back to Paige, hey, uh, I got it now. It's Larry the Cable Guy, dude. (laughs) It's like Jeff Jeff Foxworthy (laughs) and friends. Like, it's Larry the Cable Guy, dude. He's like the biggest Nebraska Cornhusker fan on the planet. Like he'll be like, oh, the sidelines and shit, dude. I didn't know that. I shall go back and change my prediction now. Uh, but just flip it in reverse, I guess. <laughs> well, what, one, one question for Paige, since you're there, buddy, would be, you know, how good is Colorado? Because right, Colorado was down and kind of came back in that game, and Nebraska sort of threw it away. But the Buffs got them at home. And, you know, how good are the buffs? So the buffs are never very good. One of my, it's funny you ask. I saw a buddy of mine right before the season started at the gym, a uh, huge buffs fan. And uh, I asked him, what's the over under on wins for the season? And he literally said four. And I was like, four? Like that, that's terrible. So that poor fan base is so beaten down. Um, I, I think it's sort of. <laughs> sort of uh, skews their uh, their football knowledge. Um, CU won last week. I can't remember who they beat. So I think they're 3-1. and one. CU's yeah. okay. Um, uh, but, you know, they lost, they're, they're not a juggernaut by any stretch. Well, Paige, would you well, so say Paige, they're after, like after uh, the big daily sorry, life? Chad, like I was just going to – Go ahead, buddy. Chad, just one – yeah, I was just going to add to Paige's uh, assessment of, of Colorado. So after, they, after the big win over Nebraska, uh, they turned around the following week and they oh. lost to Air Force. Uh, so it's hard, right, to, yeah. it's, it's hard to judge, right? You beat Air Force, That's maybe they're just one of these teams who can – yeah, they can rise up in a given week and, and play with a quality team, but the consistency just isn't there yet, and they're prone to losing to service academies. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Paige, you were going to yeah, make a point? Go ahead. Uh, no, I was just like I can't. I thought they beat somebody somewhat decent last week, but it's escaping me. They, sort of they beat um they beat Arizona, Arizona State. State. Yeah, oh yeah, who, Michigan uh, State. What? Yeah, Michigan State, and they're they're ranked, but yeah, Arizona State's not that good. I again, I uh, they're they're probably okay. They're probably a 500 team. The the big play in that CU game was a flea flicker from the end zone that went for like 98 yards that totally turned the momentum, and then those people went crazy and up in Boulder, but, uh, yeah, CU is not that, not that awesome. Well, so then, so then the, the, other, the other, the other interesting fact about that, right. As you say, all right, CU is not that great. And then they had to play, they had to play Illinois, who's definitively the worst team in the big 10 for the last 20 years. And Four they love. barely escaped with a win at Illinois. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Four you know, maybe the, maybe the Four hype fumbles. train is is going a little fast uh, on on Nebraska. <laughs> yeah, yeah I good agree. point, Tim. Uh, one thing I wanted to point out that could actually be a big factor in this game, uh, if you look at the Illinois game and you go back a couple of weeks to the Colorado game, seven Nebraska turnovers combined in those two games. Uh, I believe five of them are fumbles and one was a pick. They have a little trouble hanging out of the football. And if you look at this Ohio State defense's ability to – then they forced a lot of loose balls. And, again, I'm still waiting for that big turnover game from the defense that, that I've, you know, I've been talking about for a couple weeks. That could be a factor. Nebraska, ball security for Nebraska has been a factor at times this year. 
nearly cost them the game against Illinois, and it was a huge factor in their loss to Colorado. Could be a big factor this Saturday night. Yes, sir. Yep. Paige, so well, what I was going to say to you earlier go ahead, about, Jeff. like, you said the fan base of, college, like, the the, uh, the Buffs fans, like, but, uh, I mean, they're on Boulder, dude. Do you really think they care? <laughs> I mean, really, dude. <laughs> Hey, dude, I this mean, is oh, the game over, man. <laughs> this is, oh, they they this care is about the next nugget of kind bud they're going to get, I tell you that. Exactly. Don't, don't, until you've been to Boulder, just, you know, it's pretty goddamn fun, just let me say. And it's the, oh, tw- yeah. isn't it the 25-year <laughs> anniversary? Why, why not bring it up on the Buckeye podcast, the 25-year oh, anniversary of the Cordell Stewart to Westbrook Hail Mary? That was oh, awesome. Nice. Oh, in the big house. Nice. In oh, the big house. That's fire, yes. <laughs> oh, oh, oh Jack, he's mad. He is just getting <laughs> out from all of society. <laughs> oh, it's, a rough, it's been a rough week for Michigan fans. Hey, well, so while I got you guys, there, there are some other interesting games around the country and around the Big Ten, actually. Uh, would anybody? Would, do we want to talk about some of these other matchups here? How, how much time do we have? You guys doing good on time? We need to wrap this thing up. All right, D. Real quick though, we've got uh, Jimmy uh, came in with his prediction. Um, he's calling, oh yeah, go ahead, Chad. He's calling forty-two thirteen. Forty-two thirteen. Okay, great. Yeah. Wow, uh, so we got uh, Jimmy on really record forty-two thirteen. That's a <laughs> well. It's it seems as though all of us like yeah. a, like him to cover. We like Ohio State to cover. I hope we're not. Uh, we're going to eat our. I hope, I hope we're not going to eat our words. But I'm feeling pretty confident. Yeah. Um, you know, one matchup around the Big Ten that stands out to me is is the Penn State Maryland matchup. That's a night game. It's on FS1. It's at Maryland. Penn State's a six and a half point favorite, but we've got a pretty explosive Maryland offense. Would not be surprised if if Maryland comes out of that one with a victory. Because uh, I, I don't really think – Penn State's 12th in the country right now. I don't know that they played all that well. And I, I kind of feel like we don't really know who Penn State is. They've, had, they've lost a lot of good players, starting with McSorley and, and several others. So uh, that's a game I'm going to be paying attention to. Clearly, you know, Penn State is a team that we're going to be uh, up against in the Big Ten East for, for the, uh, the division crown. That's what I'm watching. It. Do, you, do you guys care to comment on that game? What I find crazy is that Maryland comes out, they kick the shit out of Syracuse, and then the following week, they get beat by Temple. And then yeah. Penn State's coming into College Park, always favored by six and a half points. That is just yeah. crazy to me. So that, that Yeah, oh, I think that's respect. That. Yeah, so I like, think that's respect I mean, for I, that Maryland offense, right? Yeah, and I think it's some like on on the flip side of that, some disrespect to like Penn State's ball club. So it is kind of crazy. They lose the Temple, and now they're only like getting six, and that's kind of crazy. But anyways, I would love yeah. to see Franklin lose that game. And isn't hey, that uh, much- isn't that Penn State Maryland game a, a bit of a like mini rivalry game? You know, those states are next to each other, and seem to remember that like there's there's more animosity there than you might think just because they're neighbors. yeah you're right Tom you're right yeah yeah that's a good but, point Tim but still like Penn that. State rolled up what 70 points like was it last week 70 points or the week before yeah and they go into Maryland after just losing to like Temple and they're you know I guess they're that good the rivalry like I mean you know 
Obviously, they don't do ESPN stories about that rivalry, but... Hey, 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 Tim, Tim, you had had a view of another Big Ten matchup that we talked a little bit about before we started recording. Did you want to talk a little bit about that one? Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you right now that, uh, you know, I know you guys talked about it last week, so I won't go over it again. But uh, looking at the spread, um, I will take. Rutgers and 27 and a half points against that Michigan offense. Uh, I know Rutgers is terrible, but so is Michigan. Um, and I don't, I, I think given all of the discussion that went on this week about get rid of Harbaugh and he's lost the locker room and the players don't like him and whatnot. Uh, I think there's an opportunity there for Rutgers to give them a game uh, and certainly keep it within 27 and a half. So uh, that's th- cool. that's where my money's going on that game. I like That'll it. be another like embarrassment. <laughs> that's an early one too. So you tune in and an early little yeah over brunch, you know, over mimosas. Let's see what uh, Michigan does. Um, what, you know, what? I, I was also look. Go ahead, Paige. How how bad is Rutgers? What what's the record? They're one, They're and, one two. and two. They're one and two. Uh, they have a season opening win against UMass, forty eight twenty one. Uh, they lost in week two to Iowa at, at Iowa, 30 to nothing. And then they played Boston college uh, in week three and lost 30 to 16. Uh, eh, who knows? You never know. It could be, it, it, it could be a game. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll take that action, Timmy for 20 bucks. You're done. You, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, I think I think my letdown, my my potential letdown game of the week could be Northwestern visiting Wisconsin. Sleepy oh. noon kick. Well, I get noon kick yeah. in Madison. Wisconsin's riding high. They're coming off a big win over a let's face it, a, a Michigan team that none of us really believe in. So we question really how big of a win was that? Um, and I know Northwestern is they struggled. They're off to another slow start, but I would not be surprised to see that one going into the fourth quarter. We might be looking at a Northwestern 17-14 lead. Wow! Well, keep an eye on that game. That that one could be Love that it. one could be interesting. Yeah, the Wildcats are getting the Wildcats are getting 24 and a half. Yeah, and I tell you what. I would not be surprised if that, I'm not, I'm not calling the upset, but I would not be surprised if that one's closer than, than the experts think it it will be. Yeah. Um, Hey Chad, there was one other thing on that, one other game on the national landscape, and then I'll let you guys go. I know it's getting late on the East coast. Chad, you mentioned a game uh, on the national landscape that you thought might be pretty interesting uh, before we started recording. Do you want to talk about that one? Yeah, I got just real quick because I know we're like running out of time here. But like, uh, and you guys can always uh, like uh, PM us or DM us if you guys want some real legitimate picks. Like, you know, like you know, we'll take some kickbacks on this. But I'm I'm going to take North Carolina getting 27 from Clemson. I think Mac Brown has brought a new flavor flavor into uh, Tar Heels. <laughs> campus down there i think they're going to cover over clemson and i also will take virginia getting 12 and a half against the irish so those are my two right. in the, the national landscape and trevor trevor right. he has not done much this year dude he's had like he's had like five interceptions like he's not having a stellar year dude 
He he's not even a in bit, Heisman yeah, hasn't he? Right he's not even in Heisman talk. Tim, you got anything to say about those two matchups? I'll take both that action. I don't uh, done. I'll okay, take pay, pay you <laughs> what you want to right. Yeah. Van, the exact opposite Van of what he Bookie, just dude. said. Hey, we got Van Bookie on the other line, dude. Van Bookie, yeah. all right. Yeah. <laughs> I got Clemson, the the Golden Domers, and, uh, and Michigan. And Michigan. Michigan. Nice. <laughs> awesome. I will say I will say I would love to see somebody give Clemson a game. I hope North Carolina can do it. Lawrence isn't having quite the year that he had last year, and yeah. you know one of these weeks Clemson might be gettable. And given the fact that they play nobody in their conference, I'm not sure they can afford a loss. So you know if, if there's an upset, you know you can you can kind of you know look out for that. And yeah, I agree. Mac Brown's a great coach, and if he's got those guys playing. Uh, I think that I agree with Chad. I think that's a super interesting game. Hey, All can right. I say one more thing though? UCF, like they've been like just tooting their horns about being undefeated for four years. Who they get beat by last week? Pitt. UCF went down. Pitt. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, 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 that was a big one. That was thanks a big for one. Playing. All right. Hey, thanks for playing, fellas. Any other yeah. games you want to bring up here before we shut it down? Not, no, 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 don't right. bring any more up. Re- I'll be broke if I lose them all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just just want to remind hey, the listeners. Venmo, you're listening. Timmy, we can Venmo page. Like, we'll have a couple, something coming a couple days from now. <laughs> just hey, keep yeah, mine I on don't. credit page, and I'll take another package. <laughs> yes. I, I don't, right, sorry, I don't send cash. <laughs> you get Colorado product for any any debit from Mr. Van Horn. <laughs> and don't forget to PM or DM us for uh, your all the latest picks. Uh, all right, all right, all right. Hey, I just want to remind the listeners you're listening to the South Stands, a Buckeye football podcast, uh, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Fellas, uh, any other comments before we go, or are we ready to wrap her up? I think we're good. Go we're good, man. All go right, box. good. All right. Hey, hey fellas, thanks for making the time. Go Bucks, and we Thank will talk you, again on Sunday morning. <laughs>